Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Like, they're aware it's not the silent brother, but I'm pretty sure they don't have any idea of when the other gods died. Yeah, so Trick is still working on that that theory. Yeah. Some sort of dead god. Or not dead, it turns out. Just definitely not the silent brother, because that, that, that hope has been put to bed. <laughs> because it's too recent. No, it doesn't. On the other hand, real Wait, thinks this is no, 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 you said it was from the engine. end... You said it was from the end of the, um... Sorry, yes, it's too recent by, like, three years. I was thinking, yeah. Wait, what? Yes, yes it's, it's Wait, too no, recent by the length of the war. Um, sorry, I, th- I thought you were getting confused because I said it had been used several times over before, since it was created. Oh, did you? I forgot about it completely. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it wasn't, like, forged brand new for the use it was most recently put to. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, as far as, far as I recall... We established that when it, that whatever was put in it last time was put in it towards the end of the war, yes. or maybe slightly after the end of the war. Yes, so correct. it couldn't have been the Slime Brother because Slime Brother died at the start of the war. Yeah, it, it is. It is indeed too recent by the tune of about three years. Did the war only last three years? Yeah, it was global, oh, but it was kind of short because it was yeah. all in. Yeah. Right, I and it ended because the gods went. You know what? We've changed our minds. Stop fighting. We don't like dying. <laughs> it's very concerning. Alright, I'm recording. Recording. Cool. Click at 45 seconds, please. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Close enough. So. How do I sum this one up? Okay. Our party were pulled via some kind of astral projection into an unfamiliar place in the form of a a dreamlike cityscape where some of them managed to think some of their equipment to them, but most of their belongings have not traveled with them. Maynard was carried off by what was at first a giant monster and then a tidal wave of rats and presented to a shining figure who said he was the wrong one and hit him with a sword and he woke up in his real body along with the bodies of his companions which appear to be sleeping but are not breathing having recognized this as the kind of stasis you would expect if their souls were elsewhere, and knowing that an astral projection spell can be ended by reducing the physical body to the point of of injury from uncon- of unconsciousness from injury, he has decided to start with Rill and is repeatedly casting Shock and Grasp on Rill 
in an attempt to nearly but not quite kill him and thus um, pull him out of wherever he is. Trick was also separated from the party by a unnatural form of earthquake and carried to the same shining figure where they had a short conversation and offered to help her with her ascension if that was what the Lord of Falling Waters wanted from them. And was briefly put into a sort of stasis bubble to wait to have a conversation with the others once they appeared. The timescale on that got accelerated somewhat because this being reacted to the damage being done to Rill's physical body by just bringing Rill and Ember to that place, taking hold of the silver cord, which was tethering Rill's soul to his body. And rather quickly, over the course of three rounds of combat, severing that cord. They have now taken off. They are hovering on bright, shining wings above this amphitheater, about 40 feet up. And Trick mm -hmm. has had a brilliant idea. Mm -hmm. Summoned into existence the magical amulet, which they were given long ago for safekeeping by their captain in the border force and have carried since, but which they left for safekeeping on their own part with Lavender. Nonetheless, they have summoned it to themselves and broken it open against the ground. So, you all see wisps of dark smoke rise from the broken shell of the amulet that Trick has just smashed under the pommel of their sword. And it swirls up into the air and coalesces into a person. Not someone any of you recognize. In fact, it's for a moment, it is almost laughable because Trick and Ember, especially, you've heard of what this is. You know, you've heard fairy stories where they live in the Feywild or in the stumps of dead trees, but they're not real. But you recognize the description. They are smaller even than a halfling and slenderer of build. They have <laughs> the large head and the large ears and the otherwise adult proportions, but there is no such thing as a gnome. <laughs> <laughs> but there she stands with brown skin and gray hair pulled back into a bun and piercing yellow eyes. Are you telling me that I have called forth into dream a prison of ancient repute, broken it open and it contains a gnome? Yeah, <laughs> a gnome who is wearing unfamiliar loose clothing, like it's it's loose trousers gathered at the mid calf, and a long tunic and a long sleeveless coat that is belted in tightly at the waist, and then over top of that, what is very clearly a child's cloak from the forest that has been cut down to fit. Hmm. And she looks up at all of this at 
this human who is kneeling on the ground with a giant longsword and this other human in their night clothes holding a stick and this drow who looks physically uninjured but deeply shaken and above you all this glowing angel winged figure and says something in tones of absolute confusion that none of you understand i you will don't ask even very recognize quickly, the language do you speak elvish <laughs> she clearly speaks some elvish because what she mm. says in a, a a very thick accent is i don't not. speak elvish <laughs> <laughs> like um I feel like I'm going mad because I feel like at this point, because again, as, real just as, looks at Trick I like this Trick is what understood. Kind of was imagining that this whole situation worked was along the lines of like, this isn't a real thing; it's a simulacrum thing. It works sort of how I think it works. And I don't think Trick thought there was a gnome in there. <laughs> uh, oh, um, questions. Oh, I the gnome, by think, the way. Does the gnome have a silver cord? Yeah, as she's looking around, taking in this tableau, as the gnome is looking around, you can see a silver cord between her shoulder blades. Um, okay. I'm going to be real... I'm going to be as quick as I can, because I don't have time to... to... <laughs> to explain... Uh, to explain too much. And I'm going to point. I'm going to. I'm going to resort to mime and elvish, but louder. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm going to, to go point at the the being, the shining being, Felicity, possibly. Uh -huh. Her bad, big thumbs down, strong, <laughs> big bicep curl. Him. <laughs> Dying, him, point, dying, grabbing throat, everything very bad, grabbing throat, distraught face, you, point, help, praying hands, which it comes, which occurs to me is not a universal symbol. Um, doesn't know that. <laughs> okay, roll, roll persuasion to communicate. I am so mad, I'm missing this. I feel like... I feel like I have to be at disadvantage here. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I don't think it's cinematic because that is a four, and that is a six. Oh well, they rolled pretty good insight, but even so, that's not like <laughs> good. Um... <laughs> I feel like that last line would have really thrown them off. <laughs> they have, yeah. Like uh, the last line, they're just clearly they they got her bad though <laughs> do they have weapons on them no actually and oh great good job trick <laughs> <laughs> do you say good job trick <laughs> yes real <laughs> look at the fucking gnome <laughs> that you pulled out of this thing <laughs> I, I just like to, uh, i thought it would be, i thought there'd be a god in there Okay. It's not even a demon! I don't think they're a god. The gnome makes an arcane gesture. Nothing happens. They frown and concentrate hard and sort of 
they, they can actually lift their hand and pinch their fingers together and like pull their arcane focus up into existence out of the air. Nice. I see you've been in the astral realm before. And repeat that exact gesture, which ends with a flourish towards the flying figure, who disappears with a faint pop. Oh, oh. I look at Rill like with this look of total vindication. <laughs> Rill looks from the shining figure down back to the gnome and looks at Trick sheepishly. Oh, it does occur to me out of character that might be a really, really bad sign that they vanish from the astral plane. Yeah, uh, maybe. We don't know. We don't know anything. We have no idea. Um, also, <laughs> around this time, this has all taken long enough that, mm. yeah. Maynard, who has been repeatedly yeah. casting Shock and Grasp on Rill's body, has now done this enough times that you can see very, in you can see instantly when you've done enough physical damage to Rill's body to end the spell. Because it starts breathing again, but not in a happy, healthy way, more in a someone has hit me with so much lightning, my heart is is um tachycardic way and like real's body is now gone from stasis to death saves okay. real is fully unaware of this and is still where he was before with the rest of you okay um after this um Nainard is just distraught because he basically had to just electrocute one of his best friends to death um, and he he lays his his hands over on on um, on real on on real's chest and takes a deep breath. And is like, okay, I know this has been taught to me in a dream, but like the forest is here. Just 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 please help, please help me do this. And uh, cast spare the dying. Okay, real's bodily is stabilized. You you can feel the heart within the chest steady and resume its normal pattern of beating and the breathing levels out and he looks really pale but he looks like he's alive and gonna stay that way oh, okay try and try and wake him up you shake him by the shoulders and no reaction real real Wake up. Please. Go oh, something happened to you. Rill! Wake up! It's an unresponsive, inert body. Yeah, of course he's starts, never... Starts crying and, and shaking. He doesn't know what to do. Of course Maynard's never stabilised someone without healing them before. Okay, no, back so... to the rest of you. Um... The gnome has a distinct look of concentration. Like she is still focused on that magic that she casts, and it take it takes her a few seconds to to pull it off. It's not as quick as it was with the focus, but she concentrates and manages to call to hand uh, an ornate um, gold and emerald circlet, which she settles back on her head and says now I can speak Elvish 
Oh, that's good. Um, what the fuck is going on? Well, a powerful warlock patron um, kidnapped our souls and was trying to steal Rill's body. Hi. Rill waves uh, a little bit. <laughs> Unsure I, of what to do. I think she cut his silver cord, which I think is bad. Oh, I might be able to fix it. Rill says uncertainly. He's going to try and cast Cure Wounds on himself? Okay. You are able to cast Cure Wounds. Um, but you don't feel injured. Doesn't it does not regenerate do the cord, but you also physically don't you know now you've got a moment to notice she only struck at that cord rather than at your body and you don't feel injured. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You're just missing whatever that was. Hmm. I don't know if that's a good sign or not. Uh you should be hurt. dead. Oh I don't know either. Oh. Hmm. Well, mm. uh can we can we fix it? We can try. How did I get here? Because I've never seen any of you before. Well I'm not I don't I don't know if you actually are. Um I don't I don't really understand what's exactly how everything works. I wasn't really expecting you to be you. Um you weren't you haven't been imprisoned in a magical amulet, have you? <laughs> I wasn't aware of it. Right. Um are you aware of the of the war? The war between the gods? The last thing I was aware of was fighting it in your forest and going to bed. Ah. Uh I, I try, I, I, I think briefly and then think better of asking on which side. Um, ah, I think you might have been imprisoned in a magical amulet. That was a, a while ago, a century ago. I don't know how long gnomes usually live. I don't know if that's a long time, as far as you're concerned, but it's, it's been about 100 years. Also, um, I feel like I, I feel like I, I owe it to you to let you know that you might, you might just be a simulacrum of yourself. No, I don't think I don't think I know the word simulacrum. <laughs> you might just be a sort of imagining a dream of yourself. The actual amulet's still intact. Then, when I we're think. done here, you should probably go and let me out of it. You know why someone might have put you in it. Not without knowing who. Ah. Uh, that your name? thing has about ten seconds before it comes back, so if you have weapons, you should be ready with them. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, uh, can I try again, then, since we have a little break? Absolutely, yes. Uh, I'd okay. like to also try and call my mace. <laughs> Sure, both both of you are wisdom checks. I mean, fuck it, I'll go for my armor if we're if we're just trying to <laughs> trying to equip ourselves again. That's a uh, 18. 14. Yes. 
Oh, wait, 14 does not do it. 18 does, so you now have Kindler. Oh, wait, hey. hang on. Fuck. If 10 seconds is long enough to have a go at that and ready an attack, then I'll try it. But if not, I'll just ready the attack. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, right. I'll give it a crack. <laughs> yeah, that's a four. You're really <laughs> distracted by this gnome. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of gnome questions. Also, I'm having to figure out, is this, should I, in fact, go back and really release them if they're not, if this is just a dream of them? <laughs> I mean, if they're going to help us get out of here without me dying, yeah, I feel yeah. like no, we... I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking it in my head. I'm not saying uh, that out loud because I don't want to lose the help right, of yeah, the course. <laughs> but like, also, they might have been put in a magical prison for a really good reason. I mean, they were in bed. I feel like if you're going to put someone in a magical prison, you should at least do it when they're awake. Yeah, the god of falling waters isn't really a god of honor. Like, mm, yeah, <laughs> no, I like like peacefully imprison them in their sleep sounds great actually philosophically yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally no one got hurt this is perfect <laughs> okay there is another faint popping sound mm-hmm. and the shining figure reappears exactly where it was before uh, hovering in the air above you all oh boy oh boy I mean, my ready action is to attack if it comes in range, which occurs to me it's not going to. It's not currently, but yeah, whether it can't or it won't attack from range, you don't really know. Mm. But what it's going to do is raise its sword and swoop in against you because you were the one who attacked it. That's fair. That's reasonable. That's what um, I usually like. I do have a lot of I think Actually, I think at this point we should roll initiative, but I'm not going to start doing battle maps because you only have one enemy, and it's like... Yeah. And we're in like, like a big old... Like... Yeah. You're in a big old amphitheater. Yeah. yeah. But it's also kind of dreamy anyway, so... I don't think we benefit particularly. We'll just sort of no. theatre of the mind it, that no. we will have initiative order. I want a 17. I'll put it in the chat. Oh, yeah. I'm going to roll my initiative too, just in case... Yeah, we'll have you on initiative order, and we'll just sort of insert your actions in the real world into the combat, because it's fun. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense, right? <laughs> well, you see, I spelt the gnome's name wrong. That's rude. Rill is apparently extremely distracted. I mean, he's just been told he should be dead. Which is yeah, distracting. that's distracting. <laughs> distracting thing to be told. That seems to be going around. Yeah. Oh, boy. This is good. I like this. This is, this is excitingly complicated. I will say that we listen, real. If you wind up stuck on uh, stuck on the actual plane, that will make you that will make you the second member of the party. So you know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We might run into each other. Who knows? <laughs> Magically, not the same as being dead, but in many respects. Yeah, what were you guys going to do with my body if you kill me? Resurrect you. What if I'm still stuck there? Am I just like a corpse shell? Not gonna lie, it's a possibility. <laughs> Do we know any druids? This really feels like a job for reincarnation. <laughs> we have a giant bird living with some druids. Listen, we brought you a giant bird. <laughs> Can we also exchange it for this? 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 Wow, we have. <laughs> 
Okay, so the shining figure swoops in and makes two sword attacks because they are now focused on just physically beating up rather than delicately cutting a cord. Two sword attacks against Trick. Mm-hmm. Um, but Trick from the previous round has prepared an action, so I think Trick gets to make yes, I a interrupt attack first. Yes, um, which is the attack action, so I do get. A couple slashes. Yes, because it's, it's not a, a, a it's not an of opportunity. It's a full attack. Yeah. Well, the first one was a natural one. Nope. Mm, second one was a seventeen. That's enough. Ooh, good. Not the only one on low armor. Um. Oh yeah. That is seven damage. Because mm-hmm. at least I get a D ten for not having my shield. Do you get to make additional attacks, or is it that? But, I mean, that's, that's two, two attacks. Sure, sure. Okay. They're going to make two against you. Uh, 17. Yeah, that definitely hits. Yeah, it's that not having any armor is a bit of a problem. Hmm. Oh, God. My armor oh, sorry. Just yeah, like... my AC is actually 10. I've got a plus one, which I'm, doesn't actually apply because I don't have the shield right now. Ooh, rough, rough. Hmm. Um, particularly because they have a plus eight to hit, so mm. oh, tricky. They literally have to roll. A... Uh, well, I do have my warding maneuver, but um, yeah, if they, if they only roll a three, you might dodge. Mm. Sorry, well, that's the wrong dice. That's the dice I want. Twenty nine points of damage, <laughs> um, oh. which you can knock three off because some of it was. Um... No, I can't. Is that an arm? Is that a when armor? I'm not wearing heavy armor. Yeah. Ah, well, in that case, yeah, you take it all. I do take it all. Um, and then yeah. they make another swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, twenty-four, and you're not wearing any armor. Hmm. Cool. That's fine. That's fine. I'm really badly hurt because I've just been viciously attacked with a sword while armored. I don't. I don't another twenty-one. Wait, from... was that a third attack? That was a, that was the oh, second attack. It was twenty one damage. Sorry, it was twenty four to hit. So oh, sorry. So okay. Oh well, in that case, three back from the previous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, she will actually, having swooped in, and stabbed you viciously, twice, says, "I was trying to be nice." You got a funny way of showing it. Okay, Maynard, back in the real world, <laughs> with Rill's unresponsive body and the apparently in stasis bodies of Trick and Ember. What are you doing? Oh wait, I'm going... when I cast Cure Wounds in the Astral Plane, did it do anything in the Material Plane? No, it did not. Uh, not I, am going... that body. I am going to pour the Healing Potion uh, into uh, Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so roll for how much healing that will be. Fuck. Six. Oh, that's better than nothing. Six. Uh, some, some of that very, some of the pallor fades from from Rill's face. You know, his breathing steadies a little further, but he doesn't wake up. Okay. I mean, I was distraught, but he's probably got a good idea of what's happened. Knowing things about the astral plane, um, yeah. The, using the healing potion was my action, so that's me for now. Okay. Uh, the gnome 
is is gonna just go ahead and take a side in this whole scenario. Oh no. Because like this just seems like a thing where there are the people who are not causing all of this bullshit and the and the person who is causing all of this bullshit. Um and makes an arcane gesture and a a a, a an bright blue flame springs up in her hand and leaps out towards the shining figure. They get to roll an attack, which, yeah, hits by miles. Um, which means they get to roll a substantial amount of damage. They rolled really high, so they've just done another 36 points of fire damage to this um, being. Shit. Aren't you glad? That was a fucking cantrip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I mean, conversely, this is a fucking god shard, so... It is, but it turns out (laughs) that a really high level caster makes Firebolt do 4d10. And sometimes (laughs) you roll really high. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's the stuff. So yeah, this blue flame leaps out and for a moment, the shining figure is wreathed in this scorching magic. And it's hard to see injury because it's hard to see any features about them at all. Um, but that's gotta hurt. Okay, trick. Hi. Um, that's bad. I'm kind of in the in the feeling of, well, you know, it's kind of a do or die situation. Um, I think, I think my confidence is too shaken in the idea that I might have my um, have my, you know, what's the word, armor. I don't think I have any confidence that I even could have my armor. So I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to go down swinging. As is my wont, as, as as we have established across the course of this of this, of this actual play. <laughs> um, yeah, wholly unlike your previous character. <laughs> wholly unlike. Uh, what I will do at least is I'll use my bonus action, to take a short rest. Uh, so take a short rest. That would be good, wouldn't it? That no, would be just great. A second win. Uh, I get a D10 plus seven. Yeah, for my bonus action, I'm going to sit down for an hour, have a drink, roll some hit dice. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh no, honey! I still heal eight though, which at least might tie her up for an attack, you know. Um, and then is it back to the top of the round? No, trick had a held attack. Okay, okay. Yeah, you are next. Um, and then I guess I will just swing. I'm just mm-hmm. swinging. This sucker can be hurt, so let's let's hurt them at least. As a twelve to hit seems unlikely. Twelve's not enough, no. And a nine to hit seems even more unlikely. Mm. All right, I'm done. That's a shame. Yeah. It's hard killing the god. It's not something you've tried really before. No, I don't like it. I'd rather not. <laughs> Just Ember, everything. Okay, Ember. I'm guessing I need my holy symbol to do. Uh... Divine Smite. I think you would, yeah. But at least you've got yeah. Kindler. 
Yep. Which I am going to activate. Pumph. Gorgeous wings of flame from this axe. Woo! All right, that is going to be a 24 to hit. Yep. Excellent. As a point uh, of order, you super don't. You just need a melee weapon. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not a spell. Excellent. Then I that, am going to use Divine Smite. Yeah. Um, so... An extra 2d8. So that's 28 damage on that hit. Nice. And I'm going to strike again. For a natural one. Oh. Mm. That's, 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 that's a, nope. You're not used to hitting things that are technically flying. It's tricky. Yeah. Also, as a and point of order, you can cast nearly all of your spells without your holy symbol. Oh, I can? Do you just have a holy symbol well, like for, for the style? <laughs> just, just for fun? Um, well, something to quote. Uh, if it has DF, then it requires a divine focus. Um, um, or if it has M, then you can use your Divine Focus to substitute for the material requirements. So you can't cast Bless, for example, but you can still cast Ensnaring Strike and Searing Strike. Nice. Oh. Because okay. they just require verbals. Cool. Yeah. Which means you hit it and you also say, fuck you! <laughs> well, you know. Well, <laughs> or something appropriate to your god. <laughs> Probably prayers more, more encouraged. It's not like you worship the Reveler. So you hit them and say, holy fuck, and then... <laughs> and then it's Rill's turn. <laughs> Alright, uh, well, he can't heal himself, and he's also not actually physically injured, but Trick sure is. Um, so Rill is going to do the tank a favor, and um, asked some good old... Not inflict wounds, I was about to say that, and that was definitely the wrong thing. <laughs> like helping, but the other thing... <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to cast Cure Wounds at second level. Uh -huh. <laughs> and let's see, uh, Trick gets eleven hit points back. Yay! And I think that's all Rill is going to do. Um, actually, wait. Can he look and see if this this figure has a silver cord now? Roll a little perception check. Okay. Uh, that's a 12. You can't see one, but it might just be that it's hard to see a silver cord against a silver figure. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, that's my turn then, I think. Okay. We are back to the figure at the top of the round, who is going to continue um, horribly attacking Trick. Um, 13 to hit. Um, I will try and parry it. Um... So that's a D8. Nope, doesn't help. That's Shame. my reaction as well. Yeah. So that is a hit. So that is... 19 points of damage. Mm-hmm. And second attack. 14 to hit. I'm going to try and parry it again. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't know what happens when you die in the after play, and I see me die in real life. Um, that is a f I have an AC of 15. Okay, so second attack misses. Yeah. Uh, Maynard, in the real world. 
Okay, so Maynard is distraught and desperate, and he remembers the presence that he he felt on the roof. So he is going to run outside till he can see the roof. Mm -hmm. And he's going to misty step on top of it. Okay. Um, I think that will take the whole of your turn. That's fine. You dash out of the building and in, into the courtyard around the building and, and look up to the roof. And even from here, you can see sitting astride the roof ridge. You recognize Odysseus. You were, you were watching him perform this evening. And you just reach for the magic and propel yourself up to the roof, uh, standing and looking at him. Um, and that will be your turn. Okay. The gnome, who continues to inexplicably not be a fairy tale, which is weird, is making... You can, you can see on her face the kind of rapid calculations that Maynard makes when he's trying to figure out whether he can cast something without catching anyone else. And... <laughs> Doesn't doesn't seem to be confident about a lot of what she's got being being usable for that. Um, but I will need you to bear with me for just a second because I want to look at a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's just lacking in single target high level spells. I mean, um, her cantrip did. So yeah, she's, she's going to go for it again, but she was. She's just. You can see that look of frustration as she's like, "Have I got anything?" really mm. good and you're like mm, no actually i've got these these allies and i don't know their capabilities and whether they can get out of the way so she's just going to go ahead with another another firebolt and hits so she's done another 18 points of damage not as good as last time but quite respectable and it's just gonna back 10 or 15 feet away from the action just because she's not equipped for melee at all. Um, and then Trick, who is currently going toe-to-toe -to -toe with a god. Ah, uh, shard of a god. Shard of a god. God-like thing? Kind of godish. Godling. Um, god wannabe. Yeah. Uh, I've read a lot of Brandon Sanderson. I know that going toe-to-toe -to -toe with a shard of a god is alright sometimes. <laughs> um, let's have it. Um, I'm very tempted to. I'm really tempted to try and grab the um, grab some of my not dying equipment again. But I feel like I've really given up on the whole armor thing, and the shield isn't that. Shield could make the difference, couldn't it? That would be my whole action. No, let's let's hurt Felicity. Let's just go for it. I'm a fighter. I know what I'm for. Um. <laughs> Uh, oh, that'll do it. That's a 26. That'll do it. Oh, I wish this had an expanded crit range. Um, <laughs> 26. Um, 11 damage. Nice. Follow that up. Oh, with another 26. Mm -hmm. For another 8 damage. Mm -hmm. Screw it. Get away from real. Actually, I think I will say in, a, in less... Um, bouncy way. Get away from real. 
<laughs> as you're, you know, as she's recoiling from the blow, she says, I need him. And then it's Ember's turn. Going back in for another swing. Ooh, that's a natural 20. Nice. We love to see it. All right. Um, I will also use Divine Smite uh, at a second level this time. So let me calculate how many D8s I need to roll. One, two, three, four, five. And Divine Smite dice double as well. You can also double the dice for that, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So I'm going to roll 10 d8s. Which I will do with the computer because I am not fast at math. That's a lot of d8s. Yeah. That's like full damage levels of df dice. Mm -hmm. All right. That is 36 damage. Hey, Ember. How does it feel to cut the head off a godling? Mmm, delicious. You, 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 you raise up, Ken, and you make a huge swing, and you feel the blade like bite into the body and keep moving under its own weight. And as it passes all the way through, you get a glimpse of this shining silver form dissolving, and then the whole world around you is dissolving and then you get vertigo because you are very suddenly lying flat on your back in Mm. a dark room in a bed and trick you have you you were propped up on an elbow looking at the window and Mm. you've kind of flopped forward with your face in the pillow but you are both now awake Am I also at full health? You are also at full health. I like that. You are completely uninjured. Good. I don't suppose we have a Rill or a Gnome with us. Rill? Rill is lying in his bed. Mm-hmm. With this prominent lightning burn in the shape of a hand, like, on his shoulder. Dear mm. God! He is breathing, he has got his eyes closed, and he is not moving or responding, but he is breathing. You don't see Maynard anywhere. Hmm. You don't see a gnome. Hmm. But, Trick, you feel the very familiar weight of a magic amulet around your neck. Ha. Ha. Hey, Maydard, how are you doing up there on the roof? Mm. Excellent. What's Odysseus doing? He is sitting. He is is sitting on the roof, and he's got the creepy puppet out, and it's in his arms. It's like sitting cradled in his arms. And he looks up at you as you appear, and his face just looks bleak. I am angrier than I have ever been. My face is just pure thunder. And I, I, what do I do? 
Yeah, I firebolt the puppet. <laughs> okay. Roll an attack. Uh, 21 to hit. Yeah. Uh, s- 7 fire damage. Not great, but... Eh. It, it, if, the, if the puppet is uh, flammable, it's now on fire. He's just going to try to, um, like, using his cloak, smother those flames. Stop it, you idiot! It might be real! I didn't do it. I didn't do any of it. I can't stop her. What do you mean you can't stop her? I mean, I, I am unable to stop her. I don't have the, the, the ability to stop her. Tried to get real, to go away. I tried to convince him and her that I wasn't interested, and it did not work. But I tried. You can probably hear shouting from the roof. Um, I don't understand. Why don't you just get rid of it? Destroy that stupid thing. Be- you don't grand- seriously still think she's a puppet, do you? No, grand- I think she's something far, far worse. And she trapped us in the astral plane. She's doing God knows what to my friends. And I think that she I'm cut grand- Rill's tether. I'm grabbing my sword of shield, sword and shield, and I'm leaning out of the window in the hopes of being heard. Uh huh. Um, and I'm gonna shout, and I'm gonna shout, Maynard. I think Ember just cut. I think Ember just cut her head off. Like, what? At the top of my lungs. Wait, oh, is that what happened? Her... Yeah. Yep. Shit! What did you do? That is exactly what I did. Oh, great! Fantastic then. <laughs> I was like, whose head did I cut off? Maynard is is bewildered and trying to process a lot of things. And he just looks at and he's just like, hold on. Is Rill awake? No. Back to Odysseus. You've got some you've 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 got some questions. You've got some questions. I don't know. Fuck! Real, we've lost real. We don't know how to get them back. Don't know how to get him back. I don't know either. If you can't stop her, can you at least help us? Don't know what to do about any of it. With my head stuck out of the window, how much of this conversation can I hear? You're definitely getting the gist, I would say. I'm going to shout again because I... I mean, I'm past the point of, of really keeping things down, really, aren't I? Um, <laughs> there there are, by the way, like, <laughs> there's starting to be heads out of windows. <laughs> I, I, I don't care anymore. At the very least, this is anyway. excellent street theatre. As I shout, as I shout, is, he, is that Odysseus? Is he still a warlock? Look, come back to the room with us and just talk. Sure. Okay. Um, use my... My uh, misty step down back to the ground. Um, although he doesn't have the reaction I thought he does, he does have another thing he's going to cast Dimension Door and follow you down because it seems easier than like climbing. That's fair. Climbing sucks. Yeah, he he has successfully put the flames out on the puppet. Um, and he'll he will follow you up to the room. Um, the two of you who are in the room at some point during all of this shouting. Mm-hmm. Rill has opened his eyes and is looking oh. at his hands like someone very stoned who's only just noticed he has them. Oh, I am 
I, I like, like I'm. I will have him at sword point <laughs> as soon as I see that. No trust, zero trust. I'm pretty sure it looks like Felicity wasn't okay, but I mean she's pretty tricksy, so you know. Um, and shit. Hmm. Ben, am I in my body? You are not in your body. That's what I thought. Okay. Bye, are, everyone. I'm going to continue coming, shouting are, encouraging things at the computer. You are coming to consciousness slowly. Oh, good. I am going to ask Rill, quote unquote, um, huh, how were you cured of the, how, how did you get cured of the creeping crystal? You don't get a response. Um, like mm -hmm. Rill turns his head slowly and looks at you, but doesn't seem to feel threatened. Doesn't seem particular. Like doesn't. It's not a lack of comprehension. Yeah, it's a lack of care. I don't need to make an insight check, do I? <laughs> I feel like I feel like no. No, um, Rill, you are. <laughs> Actual real, you are like slowly coming around. Oh god! And okay. your body feels numb and sore in places. And there's a there's a, a jostling. Uh, you feel like you're you're being carried. I hate everything not, about not especially <laughs> gently. Um, probably can't really see very much yet. Can I move? Yeah. Mm. What you doing? Any of you? Oh, I can I absolutely... move or talk <laughs> uh, or do do anything? You. Uh, what are you trying to do? I um. I can't really see anything. Um. I guess I'll try and and feel around, like uh, see if I can. Uh, Feel anything, or get to a light source of some kind, or mm -hmm. anything like that. Okay, so you you start feeling around, and whoever's carrying you must be a, a giant because they like rearrange you as you're moving. So your more your face, you realize, was turned into their clothes. So they kind of are rearranging you, so you're facing more outwards, and you're like sitting up sitting on one of their arms against like leaning back against their chest as they carry you um and yeah okay so they're not a giant because all the buildings look like also huge so you've shrunk but you really can't see very well it's way darker uh, than darkness should be oh no Rill is momentarily distraught that he lost his dark vision or can't see properly <laughs> or something he's he's never not been able to see in the dark so this is extraordinarily disorienting yeah um, real experiences today have included is this what dreams are like and is this what not seeing in the dark is like Bill has experienced darkness before we went through some magical darkness yeah, but that was magical well, darkness. Different. That wasn't just everything is too dark to see. That was magic. Nobody can see in magical darkness. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, but... I can kind of see the buildings, but they're all shadowy, which mm, is great. rubbish. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Uh, okay. Rill is going to try and say hello? Rill has probably never been to the dentist and had everything numbed. But I feel like Chris has, 
and will know yes. what I am drawing, like, will understand this simile. Mm -hmm. Everything about your body is, is, is distant and slow to react to you. Um, and it feels like the finer movements are the more difficult ones. So it, it's hard to speak because it's just hard to, those are small and delicate and precise movements and it's just, you're mm -hmm. struggling. Okay. Nothing is very responsive. Um, meanwhile, Trick, who is menacing Rill's body with a sword. Oh no! I mean, that's that's obvious. I'm possessed by a terrible, by a terrible and alien and alien entity. Hours. I'm just gonna like they still seem pretty groggy, at least. So I'm gonna put my put my free hand on the side of their head to kind of steady and line up my shot. And just hammer down the temple, kids. Don't do this at home. Like knocking people out is never safe. However, we have magical healing. <laughs> okay, so you're Batmaning this. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, um, roll your attack. Rill's not wearing any armor, so this shouldn't be hard. Um. Oh, hang on a second. Rill's also prone, right? Rill is prone and not wearing any armor. Yes. And, uh... So you're rolling at advantage against an AC of ten. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that'll do. Um, uh, that'd be eight. Eight damage. I mean, it's no well, Real as we established, has six hit points from that healing potion. So <laughs> oh, yeah, really yeah that knocked do. out. Perfect. I assume um, you're intending to do subdual damage. Uh, yes. Yeah, that, that the not instantly bleeding to death version of punching someone in the head. Yeah. I mean, I did yeah. turn it around. It's got to you be. did. You did. You set this up beautifully. Okay, so, so Real's body goes limp again. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and um, Maynard and Odysseus um, return, like reach the reach the door of the room that you've been sharing. Just in case um, the sight of me like leaning over Real's unconscious body causes any concern again, I'm going to tell Maynard very quickly, that's not Real in there. What's in... What? What's in there? Felicity. I uh, Maynard just turns around and socks Odysseus in the face. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yes. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Roll an attack. <laughs> Roll an unarmed attack. <laughs> Six. Um, <laughs> he dodges. <laughs> you couldn't just let me have that one for for like effect. <laughs> He doesn't want to get punched in the face. I don't know what to tell you. He's like stumbling back out of the doorway with one hand up trying to protect himself. And the other, because he's so practiced at carrying this thing, he's got this puppet like sitting up, facing you all in his arms, like, balanced on one of his arms. And even as he's trying to stop himself getting punched in the face with the other hand, he does not drop the puppet. Maynard to like connect some dots about what Odysseus said on the roof and stares at the puppet and says real do i hear uh you do. that you, do you i understand it and the room's pretty dark because i don't think anyone's taken the time to well actually maynard might have bothered to light a candle before he started electrocuting you yeah so there is some light in the room um confirming your fears that maybe you can't see in the dark right now but you can at least see and recognize your friends, and oh, that's that what you look like? 
you look awful. <laughs> You've been yeah, like, I look terrible. You look terrible. You've been knocked out, and also you're like singed. It's bad. <laughs> Real has some incredible vertigo going on right now. Uh, and since talking is hard, um, he is gonna try and communicate that it is him in the puppet by casting dancing lights. Um, does that have a somatic if... component? Oh, fuck. <laughs> or indeed a verbal component? Yeah, it has all of them. And all also of the a material <laughs> component. <laughs> Damn it. Ah, oh, he doesn't have his... <laughs> doesn't have his, uh, his, his casting thing. Shit. Ooh. Hmm. He can, however, as previously noted, nod. <laughs> Yes, he nods. <laughs> he, he thinks about trying to communicate some other way, realizes he can't do any magic, freaks out, just nods. Oh. What? Uh, Ember turns to uh, Odysseus and just, what did you do? I tried to get Rill to, to leave, and I tried to convince her that I wasn't interested in him, and it... it, it I'm not a good enough Why actor. Why why Rill? Why not any other person in the city? She unconscious? When, 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 when I was taken away by those rats, she looked at me. I, I, I assume it was her, and she said, "Wrong one." She was looking for Rill. That's why I tried to get him out. As far as I know, good because, well, puppets don't sleep. But if she's in there. And unconscious, maybe she can't actually hear me. Maybe. Prowl don't sleep either. That might be why she wanted him so bad. No, it wasn't. Because uh... before she wanted <laughs> Oh him, no! Oh, I just put this together. She wanted the halfling girl from Eisenbrook. Because hmm. she's a little obsessed with me. A lot obsessed with me. And she wants someone... She wants a body that I will want. That's what she was looking for that was her criteria which i didn't cotton to until about a week ago i didn't know i was putting him in danger i just liked him Aww. i think that you've got some explaining to do yeah oh. she's some kind of eldritch being from beyond mortal ken and gives me um power to do magic in exchange for taking her around with me and seeing the world. At least that's what I thought the deal was. Um, what's unclear. Yeah. And you couldn't refuse her because she'd take your magic away. Yeah. And because she's a lot more powerful than... She was, she was riding around in the puppet, but she wasn't contained by it. She wasn't... She could do a lot more than a puppet can do. Yeah. Notice that. Eldritch power from beyond mortal can. Where did you find her? Where did she come from? Found the puppet first, and you know, I don't think she was always riding it. Truly mm. don't. I think when I found it, it was a puppet. And I was teaching myself, you know, the trade. And then she showed up in a dream. And I, I kind of knew it was a dream, so I thought, hey, this is just a dream. This isn't a real bargain I'm making with a real eldritch power from beyond mortal ken that i will 
have all of this magic to do illusions with and fame and fortune. Then the puppet started talking to me. And you have to admit, it does make the show better. She did deliver. Right. He well. could have died. We don't know why he didn't. I don't know why you think I could have stopped her from doing what she did tonight. I don't know why you think that. I don't care what i care about is your blase attitude about oh the puppet gives me fame and fortune so i don't care if somebody my friend gets murdered by my warlock patron you don't just say no and walk away after you've said yes i don't mean I you shouldn't i mean you can't i know i'm a warlock <laughs> too i understand well, come back to me when your patron decides it's going to possess someone and tell me how you stopped them. Fine. I'm just, uh, just upset. Yeah, so am I. Don't know how to fix this. Also, we're all talking over Rill's head, literally. Also, uh, I mean, I don't know about, I don't know if you've ever knocked someone out, but they don't tend to stay down that long if they're going to be coming back, which, you know... Um, yeah, she's probably awake and listening, to be honest. Um, or she will be soon. Yeah. So. Hey, real. This that... feels really weird because you're not actually a puppet. So I'm gonna like put you on this bunk so and prop you up here so you can like join in the conversation or something. And I'm not holding you because it's creepy. Uh, real nods his assent. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, he, he like sets you up on on um, one of the bottom bunks, like leaning against the wall so you can see everyone i'm going to did the um gnome have like a implement a magic implement you didn't like, see one she had that arcane focus that she pulled up but you didn't didn't see anything oh that that's what i that's what i meant right yeah um that's fine i don't i don't understand the difference between different kinds of spellcasters so as far as i'm concerned having some sort of magic wand it makes you it's the same deal yeah. yeah 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 um so I'm going to just say, now, here's the situation. Here's, here's how I see it. I have, I have, um, I have an, I have, a, I have someone, well, probably, I probably have someone trapped in a magical gem who's probably a gnome and probably a very powerful wizard. A gnome? I thought it was I real know what I said on the head. Sorry? I thought it was Sir uh, Rill who got knocked on the head. Ember can back me up on this. <laughs> yeah, a gnome. <laughs> a gnome. A really fucking powerful gnome. I've never seen a fireball do so much damage. Now, but... now I'm pretty sure that they're really in there because I didn't think they were in there, so I don't think I just sort of dreamed it up in that place um but i don't know why they were put in a magical in a magical in a magic prison or by which side well that seems good and safe let's let them out i'm just saying given the given the well it might be our only option it might be our best it might be the best option we have I yeah, I'm I am short on powerful mages. Yeah, for um, dealing well, with for dealing quickly with an extreme a definitely extremely powerful being that's currently stealing Rill's body. 
Yeah. Rail is going to attempt to make a sort of, uh, like, get on with a hand motion with whatever, <laughs> yeah, you, you whatever are... articulation a puppet body can... You're surprisingly well articulated. Um, okay. And you are getting used to this body that you're in, so your your gestures are getting... It's getting easier to move and, and control your, your body now. Like, you maybe wouldn't want to try tap dancing, but... Mm. I think I get the gist. I don't feel like I have time to do more than whisper a quick prayer for wisdom in case, you know, there's just a sudden flood crashes through the ceiling and a big and a thundering voice says no. Um, <laughs> um, while this, this conversation is going on, um, Maynard is going to uh, bind the hands of the imposter and uh and put a gag on him mm. understood i see you've met i see you've met warlocks before mm-hmm. or oh, spellcasters generally um yeah i'm gonna take off the amulet i'm gonna look real like nervous in a kind of is this a good idea and also can i do this in a good way, in a useful way, and I'll say, uh, Maynard, you can't dispel it or anything, can you? Dispel so, like, what? Well, the amulet, so I don't have to break it. No, okay. I can't. Uh, let's smash it. Smash it! This is probably a good idea, and it's fine, <laughs> and who, who knows? Either side could have put someone in this magic amulet. Hmm. And I'm not any kind of paladin. I don't. I don't have to keep my promises. If if if, if circumstances get extenuating, I'm on a mission, as they say in Blues Brothers, from God. Um, <laughs> um I'm oh. gonna uh, wedge it between two floorboards. Gonna grab my sword and I'm gonna see if it's that brittle in reality. Okay, roll me a strength check, I guess. Yeah. All right. Do I get proficiency again? Yeah. All right, I'll roll it as a saving throw then. Seventeen. Okay. So the amulet is a intricately etched. You know, there is very fine magical writing etched into the whole surface of a mithril sphere, mm. which has been wrapped in gold wire to be suspended from a cord. Mm. And you like flatten a section of the gold wire against the mithril sphere, mm. but the actual magical orb itself does not appear to take any damage. Would I recognise it as being mithril? If you've seen mithril, um, I've, I've hung around. I've hung around like elven rangers. Yeah, you probably have. Then it's it's, it's got that silvery but not quite sheen to it. It's bloody mithril. Um, hold on. It's got writing on it, you say, right? Yes. Okay. Um, has anyone got has anyone got a knife, like a really short knife? Um, yeah, a really short knife. Anyone? I do. All right. It's grand. Can I borrow it? It might get chipped. Yeah, he, Sorry. He takes it out of his pack and hands it over. I'm going to try and use it as a chisel to just score through one of the mm-hmm. lines one of the words I in the hope that it's going to work 
Well, yeah, you, you you're the one who'd know best. Bring bring the all your strength to, to bear on it, and it it seems pretty impervious to to mundane damage, to be honest. Which no. you haven't interacted with a lot of magical items, maybe, but yeah. Maynard has more so, and it's an enchanted item is harder to damage than its mundane counterpart, and the stronger the enchantment, the more true that is. Mm. Okay. I think that we're going to have to figure this out without the help of a no. trapped wizard gnome. Okay, okay. Well, we know where there's at least one pretty powerful cleric around in the city who might know other. I mean, I mean, it's a bit desperate. Odysseus. Hmm. I'm not, I don't know how attached you are to this puppet, but this is our friend now. You mean, you mean the physical object? Yes. yes. I guess it's Rill's now. Right. This is where you move into the arc where Rill is just a puppet for the rest of the game. <laughs> Wherever we go until we figure this out, this puppet's going to come with us. Again, I think that's more up to Rill than up to you. I think Rill would like to come with us, isn't that right? Rill nods. Well, good. He just... gestures at his body in a questioning way. And I think that's going to come with us too. <laughs> she mm. might disagree. Well, I mean, I'm not going to stop you from trying. I'm good. saying she might. I'm just we're saying... We're going to do our best to make sure that... She doesn't. If you run away, if you plan on just keeping it knocked out for weeks, yeah. you are going to kill Will's body. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I was about to point that out. I mean, couldn't we get some? Couldn't you cast like a sleeping spell on it or something? That would be safer. Yes. Sedatives <laughs> um, or something. It's herbs. <laughs> I know. I know. I know the sleep. I know the sleep spell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm being I'm being out of courage, little mischievous. Huh? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I've never come across anything like this. How do you switch people's bodies back? Uh, generate some kind of private pocket plane that is also in the astral sea, and and do janky shit. Well, excellent. Now all we need to find is uh, somebody who can cast Astral Projection and uh, figure out how to change the fundamental laws of soul binding. Easy. Frankly, the only way I've, I've figured out to stop Felicity doing things is to change her mind about whether she wants to do them. Uh, that seems very difficult. That Honestly, might be my difficult. suggestion might be yes, exactly. <laughs> that might be more <laughs> difficult than the previous. I think thing. your gnome is probably a better option. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that the gnome. The gnomes. The gnome seemed pretty. It seemed handy in a fight. Not necessarily. Can you find whoever put the gnome in there, and get them to put Felicity in there. <gasps> that would be ideal. Ooh. But I don't know who put the gnome. You said it was just a a normal spell, though, right, Maynard? Um. Well, a normal, yes, extremely powerful. I'm not normal, going back to yes. college. <laughs> well, you can wait a couple of years until I get powerful, but uh, might be a bit slow. Hmm. Uh, Real is going to 
attempt to get off of the bunk and walk over to his body if he can move that much? It it's you're slow and stumbly, partly because everything you you are used to a lot more somatic uh, it's feedback. All... No, not having like a nervous my... system is supplying you. Yeah, and also, although your body, you know, the, the puppet body is well articulated, it's still got different joints in different places than you necessarily expect. Like the spine is very weird. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. But you you are able to make it move, and you're probably you know holding onto one bunk until you can reach out and grab the other for balance. But you can manage it. Okay. You are about um... three feet high. Okay. Uh, he is going to take his, um, take his, his, uh, his mother's veil off of his face and... I mean, I doubt you were wearing it to bed. Uh, no, probably not. He'll get into his, his, his bag pocket. or whatever he had, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and grab that because that's what he uses to cast spells with most of the time. Sure. And, um, then he's going to, like, motion, he's going to grab, like, another another uh, veil that he has and sort of motioned whoever is closest to sort of put it on his body. Because uh, if Felicity is piling in it and she doesn't just want to body swap and she gets out, Real still wants to have his dark vision when he gets his body back. Mm. Yeah, right. I, I think, after at least with some amount of pantomime, we can get, yeah, get that. Yeah, figure it out. But given it's still nighttime, I'll I'll pull it back so that because I want to see if Felicity wakes up. Mm. I don't want Felicity to wake up and for me not to be aware of it. I mean, maybe we can just sort of bore her out if we can keep her restrained, and that's a big if. But if we can keep her restrained, then she might be persuadable to go back into the puppet rather than and be and be able to do something than just be tied up and gagged all the time. She doesn't seem... Be... She seems a bit impulsive. It might be hard to get her back into this. Real attempts to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, I think you have acclimated somewhat okay, now. And it's, it's a... It's Real's accent. Mm. But the quality of his voice is very odd because it's coming from a wooden puppet instead of himself. That's... But it's recognisably Real. Is it was it like fluty Felicity's voice? Well, Felicity's voice doesn't really sound like it belongs to a puppet at all, which is mm. interesting. Hmm, interesting. But there's a, a sort of there's a dullness to to Rill's tone, and it sounds papery. Hmm. Maynard um, looks at Rill and addresses Rill. And says, I'm sorry, I wasn't able to get you back before. She cut your tether. She cut your cord. I tried. That's it's why okay. your your body's burnt. I was trying to get you out. You did what you could. I don't blame you. He looks at Odysseus, and I don't blame you either. Oh. Odysseus yeah. looks like deeply relieved and trying to hide it and not succeeding. I'm sorry I lashed out at you, Odysseus. I. It's been a long night. I, I understand. It's, it's, it's been a rough night. I get it. Right. Oh, God. Oh, God, the body. Spellcasters need sleep. 
I think that we all need to sleep. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't the most restful night I've ever had. Well, I'm fine. Spellcasters need sleep. Go on. Just looking awkwardly at Odysseus, wondering if he's going to stay the night or if he's going to go home. He, he's not... He looks unsure whether he should consider himself free to go and also unsure whether mm. he should, because you, like... You can sleep on the floor or something. It's all right. I think it's better if we all stay together. I don't know how she'd react if she comes around and I'm not here. I don't know how she'll react if I am, but... Well, it just so happens we've got a spare bed. Dark, but fair. Oh, no, I mean, Will's body is still in that bed. I'm sitting up. Oh, right. Yeah, right, right, okay. <laughs> as much as I did say that, I then think, should I just dump the body on the floor? And I'm like, no, it's still Will's body. <laughs> I don't like to give real stiff neck, even if even if he's not wearing it at the time. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. I will borrow your bunk. That seems more polite. <laughs> uh, real is looks at his body, debates sitting up with it on the same bunk, and then mm, decides maybe not. Um, he's going to find whatever a chair or a cushion or something to sit on, mm. uh, and he's going to try to pray to the messenger because this is. This is something he needs guidance on. Uh, this is, hmm, this <laughs> is unprecedented. A, this is <laughs> a least. whole situation. At <laughs> least He's learning a lot. <laughs> at least you are accustomed to uh, not sleeping, so be less of a yeah, shift. That's true. And on that cheerful note, we'll pick up there next week. <laughs> oh, what a great couple of sessions. Like, fucking, oh, do you want a <laughs> oh side God. quest, he said? Should oh we have a little God. side quest with Odysseus, he said? Come Out and Play is a real play podcast project, all trans, all the time. You can find us at CAOPcast on Patreon and on Twitter, and at our website, comeoutandplay.games. If you're trans or non-binary and you'd like to get involved, drop us a line. And as always, if you enjoy our show, share it with your friends, and if you don't enjoy our show, share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is how a project like this gets attention, and we just love attention. I was not expecting you to meet that moment today. <laughs>